Buster Rose. And welcome to our Morning Throners podcast. I'm Nelson. I'm Jeff. And I'm Kyle. And we're the fucking Morning Throners. And welcome back to another episode of your favorite Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are your Morning Throners, and we got Davos for the Onion Knight on deck. Gentlemen, how you doing? Great. I'm I'm a huge fan of this chapter. Really? Jumping in, getting my opinion out there first. I really like this chapter. Yeah, I mean, way to just hop all over Kyle's opinion. I mean, he's allowed care. to. You guys are We're not here, say. Nelson, for your opinion. Well, that's a, that's what I was going to say next. Is I'm I'm also because I like this chapter, I think I'm excited to see what Kyle thought. Mainly about like Davos probably has the biggest turn of events in a single chapter. 100%. He clearly has the biggest turn it's of quite events. Quite to come of, up. Yeah. Of a single in a single chapter we've ever seen. Like there's like I don't think we saw this coming, right? No, no, for sure. I didn't. I didn't think he was going to be prisoner to hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a synopsis with some other cool stuff in the middle, but yeah, that's the kind of synopsis. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that coming for sure. Especially when uh, what's his name? I forget his name on the bridge. Is like gonna he's, Sir Axel Florent. Yeah. Axel Florent. Yeah. The yeah, he's like you know threatening his life pretty much. Make me hand, and so I was kind of felt like huh. you know he was headed to. Not his doom in that in that room, but like just not, not a lot of good options for him at that point. Yeah, like on the bridge, and then things still. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, we can start at the top, right? So they're they're in the in the dark in the cell. Him and Alistair, right? or yep, yeah. It starts right with the footsteps black. coming, and Alistair yeah. thinks, "Oh my like, gosh, thank God they're coming to save me." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either the king or the queen, because the queen's my own blood. She she wouldn't lead me down here. Yeah, they're no here way. for me for sure. Have to be. Yeah. Oh, and the first thing was it wasn't just porridge or lamprey because there was multiple people coming voices down, so. yeah yeah there was a group of them uh one the head honcho being alistair's brother axel yep and alistair was like thank god like you're here and they're like shut up you traitor yeah who sent for me axel and they're like nobody sent for you traitor they sent for the other one let's go davos and davos is like fuck time to get burned like please tell me axel please, just at least tell me that am i going to my death right now yeah and they're like you're coming with-. he basically doesn't tell him at first he's like you're coming with me He's like, can, yeah, can you walk? And then they go on this long-ass walk. It's like a 10-mile yeah. walk, it seems. Up the like. stairs, yeah. Yeah, yeah my man has not sure. been yeah, out of this cage for... How long has he been in there, Nelson? I know you love this. Yeah, what's the timeline? Timeline matters. I did look at the timeline and figure it out because... Well, I figured it out just because I had some time on my hands. But I was thinking about it, and not in relation to this, but in relation to something that Stana sees. But we'll get to that a little bit later. So this one, for compared to the last Davos... When he was caught in the garden to go kill Melisandre. It was actually a Davos where the entire thing is him in the dungeon, right? Mel yes. comes and sees yeah. him. Yeah, that's where we got the lamprey stuff. Yeah, so that two, was just a few... Two Davoses ago is when he got captured. Yeah, so just a few days ago was that one. But he got captured, it looks like, maybe a little less than a month ago. It's like three weeks ago. So he's been in here about three weeks. I mean, that's still a decent amount of time to be stuck in a cell. For sure, but I think on the... Even in that last chapter where he was talking to Melisandre, he said that his condition had improved. Because like when they brought him in here, he was like near death. True, he was dying, yeah. Yeah. And I think even here, doesn't he say like just yesterday Lamprey bought them I forget what the food was, but he brought them some mead with it. Like when they brought when they, yeah. when they got dinner brought, they got like brought mead. So well, they got a pie like, this time, he says. Yeah, it's not going too bad. So um, that, he's probably that's probably helping him get stronger. But again, he said I think he even says though, like, yeah, I was aching by the time I got to the top of them stairs or Beef that and bacon pie. Probably pretty good beef and bacon pie. I might that might have been one of the things I tried to make from the cookbook one time. Yeah, but you can't cook, so all right. So the one thing they did when they took Davos out of it was take out the light. They weren't 
No, no light for you. The god doesn't want you to have it, you traitor. Which, like, Melisandre kind of threatened Davos with this last Davos chapter. And Davos was like, no, please. And she's like, oh, so you love the light, right? Like, mm. when she was kind of playing that, like, oh, you hate the fire god, but now oh. Now you, you want to root for our you god. You don't want to be alone without the light, huh? Now you love him. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's kind of super fucked up. Axel, brothers, is, his brother is Alistair, and he's just leaving him down here, no light. I mean, it's basically what Ned it's was traitor, doing, man. Come on. Which doesn't, yeah, I was going to say, it, it's not the first the first uh, person we've seen have that happen to him, and I'm sure it happens all the time. But the other side of that is, like, it's not going to be that long, right? From That's true. What it doesn't it sounds seem like, like Alistair's long for this world. <laughs> yeah. So um, what I was going to ask, is this the first time we've been in Dragonstone, right? Like, this is the one where, um, what's his name, brought in uh, Davos, not what's his name. Uh, he brought in Melisandre and the, and the baby. Into Dragon's no, that was into no, that was Storm's that End. That was Storm's End. Okay, Dragonstone. Yeah, that's when Stannis was trying to capture Storm's End. Dragonstone and, is Stannis's castle. Yeah, and he and, wants Storm's yes. End. Well, no, no, so, that's their so Storm's family castle. Yeah, Storm's End is the family castle. During the rebellion, Dragonstone is a Targaryen castle, which is why it's made yes, I know. But Stannis has been in it for a while. Exactly. Yeah. After okay. the rebellion, I, I, that's, that's fine. I, I just get the two of them confused, and I I remember this is the one where all the other stiff stuff happened. He was gifted Dragonstone, and Renly was gifted. Yeah. The family one, which was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that should be yeah. mine. Which is, that's why I was kind of pointing that out because that pisses Stannis off. He kind of has that as like a chip on his shoulder. Like, why the fuck For did sure. I get the family seat? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, though, I have one note. Davos just thinks of his fingers as he leaves uh, the cell. We remember he yeah. lost them in the water. The, the other thing I have just on the cell is when they're leaving, uh, I think when they take the torch, Axel, Alistair says, gods have mercy. And Axel's like, Gods, just come just on, you forget. <laughs> yeah, like, we're not playing that game anymore. Yeah, here you are, more treason, essentially, right? He doesn't say just the one. He says there is only... Relore and the other. Relore and the other. Which I don't know if we've ever heard the other before, but like... No. Well, I think Melisandre has talked about the darkness, right? I feel like that yeah. was the last chapter with I her. think later in this chapter, she says, like, the one who can't be named, like, Voldemort style. Yeah, yeah do I, say that, I really but I think... feel like she talked about that with Davos last You're right. time, too. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was, like, her whole thing was... The darkness versus the light, and you know, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing about his fingers, he was like, Yeah, I, I might not have four fingers on this hand, but I can still choke her. I can still <laughs> yeah. choke her yeah. long enough to choke her. Her neck's skinny, yeah. I can choke her. Yeah, all right. So, the long walk up the stairs, and then they stop at, I guess, the highest bridge because the painted table, chamber of the painted table seems to be pretty high. Yeah, it's uh, up there. So, they're in this high ass, you know, bridge tunnel, and Axel stops and be like, Yo, endorse me for hand. Yeah, we Basically got a plan. Politicking. Me, Salise, and Salador got this plan. I'm going to be hand. Don't worry. That's all you got to know. Once that happens, there's going to be more fighting. When we sail, you'll have a ship. Yeah. Salise is, is, is uh, Stannis' wife, right? Yep. Yeah. And, okay. and this dude's sister. Yep. I'm, yeah, sorry. Sorry. It's been a, a little bit since we nice. had a lot of these people. Yep. So I just want to yep. make sure that I have them all straight. I think they are Salise's uncles. Not that it matters. Just to... Not oh, brothers, not. uncles. Okay. I think they're uncles, not brothers. Yeah. Either way. Family. Blood. Family. Yeah, close. Close family. All right. Uh, or, yeah, Nels, finish it. So it's either like you can have a ship on my side or... I think it's interesting and bold as fuck on a Alex Axel's... I keep getting these names mixed up. Axel's part. He starts this conversation before he even gets into the... You'll have a ship thing like I said earlier. He starts a conversation with, if it was up to me, you'd be burning. So it's like... Yeah. Oh, by the way, take my. I don't side. really care for you anyway. <laughs> well, that's a, that's more threat though, right? Like it's like, man, I wish yeah. you were dead. So if I'm going to give you all this stuff, like 
Well, at the end, he finishes with the threat because he says, I can't burn you. I don't have that authority. But you have to remember, I've been the Castellan here. So all of the men, yeah, they're loyal to Stannis, but like I'm kind of the one who actually gives them orders. So like we could well, see. But I think he's you, also like, yeah. I know where I can take you as well and make you disappear. Exactly. All of a sudden yeah. you fell. Yeah. Right here, essentially. Yeah. So. All right. So they get into the paint, uh, chamber of the painted table. Pretty dope room. Nelson's always said like he wishes he could have this. This is gonna table. be my bar one day. Yeah. Yeah. Big ass painted wooden. Probably I mean, like I don't even know if it could be a bar. Probably more it, than it could that. be like your dining room table. Like you could. Well, Rose is like, like pretty. Yeah. Oblong, Englandy. I guess said, it could yeah. be a bar. Uh, which so it is pretty sweet, and I think like the show showed it had like like they even like build it up some places in like the mountain range, right? It's not a flat table. I don't know. Do they ever show it? I guess they do show it a little bit in the actual show. I'm thinking that they show it pretty, a cool rendition of it in House of the Dragon, where it's like there's like a fire. It's almost like oh, a pumpkin yeah, carving. Lights. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where it's like, it's like really thinly carved and they have a fire underneath. So like the roads and the castle names glow, but which is cool. It looks badass. But I do like this one where like it's painted almost like a really intricate like Tolkien map, like with blues and greens and the mountains are yeah. gray with white snow caps and the. Like yeah. it's just a they call it the painting. I think table. every room is fully painted. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, what's not looking pretty cool is Stannis. He's fucked up. Drained, one would say, right? Like, <laughs> and I mean that's that's what we got from one of those other chapters. I thought it was like he was losing, like he was doing this <laughs> this this shadow baby thing too fast or whatever, right? And it was like completely... or too much. Like it was almost. Well, taking... yeah. So I think I think also the last time Davos actually saw Stannis, which would be the time last time we saw him, like fighting well from a pov i'm saying was after the renly shadow baby but before the courtney penrow shadow baby mm-hmm. right because it was like they were talking and then davos True. went to yeah, sell it's been a while go yeah. with melisandre and then the next davos i think he's in blackwater so that's not to say that davos might not have seen stannis afterwards but it's the last True. time we saw it so but if you and even in that in that last davos chapter he was like damn Stannis looks fucked up compared to last time I saw him. So now it's yeah. like you just assume it's double that because he did it again. Ten years, that's what's ten like years older enough. from the last time we saw him and two stones lighter, which I think is like 30 pounds, 40 pounds. Yep. Stone's 14. So 30 pounds. Yeah. About 30 pounds. pounds. Yeah. That's a lot of weight. It is a lot of weight. Exactly. And he says his bones are like he can see his bones looks like the skull gray in the beard. If I lost two stones, I would look like a college freshman again. Uh. Stannis actually misses him though. Like he's like my onion knight. You're here. Yes, yeah, he's like there's a smile on his face, which is weird because yeah, I kind of take Stannis as like a Tywin type guy. Like never going to see him smile. Happy. But yeah. it's also like, and even Davos gets into it where he's like, "Man, you just have me in the fucking cell. Like, he's like what is going on know? here, man?" Yeah, because Stannis is like, "Oh my, the sea is giving me back my onion knight." And Davos like, "Does he know that I've been in a cell for like weeks?" Yeah, I've been here. Yeah, exactly. He even says like, "Yeah, Mister Council, like I need you to talk to me. Talk me through some of this stuff. All these, I don't know." Which is completely counter are, are to what me. we had heard before about. Stannis, yeah, he was right? only asking Mil- yep. for Il Melisandre's counsel. Yeah, so like yep. that that kind of to me at least tips me off that something is up here. Like I, I don't know, this is like prediction territory, right? Like uh, okay. where it it just seems like Melisandre is still pulling the strings on all this. Like well, he does say later, she's the one that told me to call for you. Okay. Instead of send you to the flames. And he's like, Does that surprise you? And he I was like, Yeah, it actually does. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I was here to kill her. And she knew he that. knows I don't like yeah. her, yeah. But here, so Dav- he's like, I'm good to see you. And he's like, so Santa's like, it's good, good to see you. 
what's the penalty for treason? And yeah, right Dallas was it. like, oh no, is this a catch twenty two? Yeah, is this for me? <laughs> am I gonna am I gonna tell him like my own sentence? Am I sentencing, yeah. sentencing myself right now? I feel like I just use catch twenty two in a completely different way than we've been using ca- the word catch twenty two in the, <laughs> the recent podcast. Well, I think but, you actually used it maybe in the proper way this time, <laughs> in the improper time, way. Okay. Yeah, every other time before. <laughs> okay, but gotcha. um, yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't, kind of idea. Um, well, the real catch twenty two, right? It's like if you're insane, you get out of the army. But if you say you're insane to get out of the army, you're not insane. Yeah. So like that's the so it's pretty much that, right? Like it's like if they say death, like <laughs> I could be sending myself to death, but I'm I'm also like then I'd exactly. be lying to if him. You say freedom, then maybe he's like, Yeah, then that's then you're the traitor. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, he he says he does come out and Davos does his Davosy thing, right? Where he's like death, right? Yep. So this next quote was a quote that I was supposed to warn Jeff about to not read, but I forgot to and he read yeah. it anyway. There's a little minor, minor House of the Dragon spoiler in there. Don't worry, I'll forget by then. Yeah, so I don't want to linger on it, but I do want to read this quote because it's you know I like the history stuff. So basically, when Davos says that uh, the penalty, I'm going to not listen to it so I can forget it quicker. Give me the (sighs) thumbs up. It's not a bad idea. So he says the penalty for treason has always been death, and Stannis says it has always been so. I'm not a cruel man, Sir Davos. You know me, have known me long. This is not my decree. It has always been so since Aegon's day, before Daemon Blackfire, the Brothers Toyn, the Vulture King, Grand Maester Harith. The traitors have always paid with their lives. Even Rhaenyra Targaryen, she was daughter to one king and mother to two more, yet she died a traitor's death for trying to usurp her brother's crown. It's the law. Law, Davos, not cruelty. So, yeah, and it's, it's interesting because really the only one of these that we have any extra information about, well, that's not true. We know, we know about uh, more about, Kyle doesn't, I know more about the, the Blackfire one. Okay. That's an important one, so I would actually say, I don't think it's a spoiler, but like, that's the first mention of Blackfire. Keep an eye out for that, because that's like, kind of an important thing. Um, the Brothers Toyn, right. we have heard one mention of before. Not as important, but again, just like a mention of traitors. The rest, there's not much about, except for Rhaenyra Targaryen, which is like one of the main characters of House of the okay. Dragon, which is why Jeff isn't in this Understood, yeah. part of this conversation. But yeah. I'm back, baby. So basically after Stannis is like, yeah, here's p- treasoners pay for their treason with their lives. Davos is like, okay, good. Not me. We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Alistair here. I'm off. I'm clean. How does he figure that out from that, that whole thing before? And don't read the thing before Jeff does. Yeah. I think it's just because it's the law, the law, not cruelty. And Davos didn't really, well, I, I guess he kind of, Davos didn't do anything. He was thinking about killing Mel, right? He never actually like tried to kill. I, Mel. I don't know. If, I don't know if he knew that he was out of harm's way. I think he just wanted to maybe throw the guy a bone. Well, no, he says yes, your grace, and then in in his own mind, Davos says he does not speak of me. He felt a moment's pity for his cellmate down in the dark. Like he instantly knew, and I I just didn't know what the switch was. Like I couldn't figure it out myself. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, so. to be honest, I don't really know if I know either. Maybe because it's all about family, Nels. It's all kind of family ties, right? That's fair. That's the only, like, Davos isn't family. He's not blood. Yeah. That would be my only thing. All right. Um, a- Axel doesn't like that his family's getting called into being a traitor, right? He's kind of like traitor police. And he's like, whoa, we're, we're good, man. Like, let me be your guy. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you we can be loyal. Oh, yeah. Again, he's just trying to brown nose here. He's like, let me prove that not all of us Florence are as, as treasonous as my brother. And Stannis is like... Or Davos feels bad for Alistair down in the in the cell. So he's like, he didn't mean anything. Davos is like just trying to throw the guy a bone. He didn't mean anything by it. And Stannis is like, what else would you call it? Do you have another word for for treason? Well, he tried to sell 
the throne pretty much, right? Or like he was he, he was gonna marry the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well he was like gonna marry Joffrey to to the girl, I forget her name, uh Stannis' kid. Stannis was gonna like give up his claim of the throne, right? Yeah, like this, exactly. Just give us all back our stuff and forget everything ever, yeah. anything ever happened pretty much. Yeah, and then that marriage. Yeah, and he did that outside of the purview. So that essentially, yeah, exactly. It's treason. It was probably the smart thing, but he was making decisions for the king when the king would not have anything to do with that. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what Santa says. He's like, he would have sold my throne away for some peas porridge and given my daughter to a bastard born of incest. Like, no way. And then Stannis goes on this, like, seems kind of a tangent here, but I kind of like this story. He talks about how Robert was way better at inspiring loyalty in men than than he was, and he gives this, like, example. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, I mean, it's just envy, right? He's just been sitting in this room thinking about his failures and... Yeah, like how he's doesn't seem to be like the best brother but now he's got this like lady who's like seemingly magic being like you're the chosen one because even he gets on that bet at the end later he's like why me like why wasn't robert the chosen one like he was the one who did this type of shit <laughs> or even renly yeah everyone loved renly yeah he's second guessing himself yeah. and he's like man like robert everybody loved robert renly seemed like he was pretty well liked too like he's like all that on top of, yeah, every, they like them better. And on top of, I'm a failure. I just had this huge, massive failure at war. Well, even that, that Robert story was like he took two enemies that he he himself pretty much defeated, mm-hmm. yeah. took them captive, brought them back home, hung up their banners, even though the banners like were still like showing the signs of the battle and the fight. And then they became like best friends. He's arming them in his own castle. And that was yeah. kind of the, the Stannis story, right? It's like he, he took these enemies and even even made friends out of them. Like this guy exactly. could definitely sway anybody. And yeah. both of those men died fighting for him in that same rebellion. He beat them. Robert beat them in a bat. And they say, well, the cool part they say is he won three battles in a single day at this like one spot called Summerhall. That's where he captured these guys. That's at the beginning of the rebellion. They died fighting for him later in that rebellion. The, at the end of the war. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's like, funny. That's crazy. So yeah. – it's crazy, yeah, like, Robert just was, like, good at making friends, pretty much, yeah. Likes to party. Yeah. Uh, the next part is we get in the Axel's plan. I guess I kind of jumped the gun with Axel wanting to be, prove his loyalty. But then Sam's just like, oh, yeah, your loyalty. Like, all right, young knight, listen to this plan. He wants me to go back to war. Yes. Um, one thing in there, Stannis is like, I can't even inspire loyalty in my own blood. And he says, brother, talking about probably Renly, because Renly was basically a traitor. You know, I mean, he tried to yeah, bring him back. Grandfather, here in a second, that his mom's father, Lord Estermont, bent the knee to Joffrey. So that's grandfather. I'm not sure he's talking about cousins. And good uncle, I'm guessing that's Alistair? Like, is that like good, like as in like my I, wife's uncle? I don't well, know. Well, maybe he's going to say good uncle Alistair or whatever. I don't know. So they're just, you know, I got. The, I like to listen to him trying to figure out who people are. I don't know exactly who his cousin traitors who the cousin traitors are. I don't know enough about their family. Is it would it be like the Celtigars that we heard from? I don't know. I think I did spend some time looking in the family tree and there's like it's actually one of the things that George has fucked up is like kind of this like Estermont family tree and how that's related to Stannis' mm. grandpa grandpa. There's like two different con- conflicting things, which again you yeah. can just write off as one of the characters doesn't know their own, <laughs> their own family tree, I guess, when they think about it. But moving on, it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. All right. So we hear there's been some more people since the defeat that have left i believe but Axel's basically like yeah we've been losing we need to win the only way to win is to play the game so let's get back into the game yeah we don't have that many men and they're like we're getting less and less every day like they're slowly just like fucking off so like we got to do we got to make moves now 
Yeah. Before it's all gone. And so his plan is to go right over the narrow sea. It might even not be the narrow sea. It might just be like a bay. Yeah, it's really close. Over the bay, over to Claw Isle, which is the house of House Celtigar. Yeah. Lord Adrian Celtigar, who was fighting with them on the Blackwater, captured and bent the knee. And a couple hundred men. Yeah, however many were captured with him. Some, most of them bent the knee too. Some didn't. Some died. Some died. Most, most bent the knee. So it's pretty much just treasure and women and children at this this castle yeah. that that they want to attack. Is, is and, really it, like, and it proves a point that that Stannis isn't out of the war. Stannis isn't completely gone, even though he's basically gone since he just. It's such a what? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on side Davos here. Like that is such a fucking snivelly little thing to attack, though. Like to just. Burn it this sounds man. like a pirate. It's a pirate yeah. move, not a king yeah. at war move. It seems like a Greyjoy move. Yeah, I mean, and we do know, we find out, we kind of heard, and we find out that, like, Salador San is, like, one of the guys, like, behind this plan. Like, makes sense. He wants all these, like, Richard. He wants <laughs> like, to loot. He wants to go get some gold in. Yeah, that's that's his stuff. main motivation. Yeah, the castle that was stuffed with mirrorish carpets, Valentine glass, gold and silver plate, jewel cups, magnificent hawks, an axe of Valyrian steel, a horn that could summon monsters from the deep, chests of rubies, and more wine than a man could drink in a hundred years. That's what Salah wants. <laughs> All the I mean, that's what I want, but yeah, Valyrian steel axe is badass. I mean, and the the horn if it actually summons monsters from the deep, <laughs> and the wine. All of it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take it. Let's go. You just convince yourself to go. It's brimming with treasure. So anyway, yeah, they, that's that's pretty much the gist of the idea. And Davos is like, man, you you're gonna make these innocent people pay for the king's or the lord's mistake, right? Yeah. Who you know, really, he's an old man who didn't. I mean, I guess he could be an old man just and just die, or be an old man yeah. and live. Like I don't know. How loyal? I don't know. No one really likes. I mean, Stannis just said it. Nobody is loyal to me because nobody likes me. Like, what if all? Like, what if he only has one son? Like, that's his whole line, and he's with him in King's Landing. Then fuck yeah, you got a deal, or else your lines ended, right? Maybe if well, your exactly. son's back on Claw Isle and you're an old man, then yeah, fuck it, you die. No, I'm Stannis's man, and die that way, and just let your son have it. But like, it's situational. Davos and Stannis' point later, like they they kind of agree, like. Yeah, he he didn't have much other choice, right? Like, well, Stannis doesn't forgive the Lord. He doesn't really forgive, but like he he can see why, right? Like, I feel like Stannis understands. I don't. He specifically says the Lord will get his due. He kind of says he understands, but he's also kind of like he should have died. I think he understands the men who follow their Lord a little bit more because that's what yeah. Davos calls him on, right, not right, the right. actual Lord who who who, who jumps ship. But he also, but then Davos does put the spin on him, which I think is great. Uh, but he's like, all right, Onion Knight, like, he actually admits, like, sure, like, I could see some merit in this. Like, maybe we get a couple goods. Maybe we, uh, you know, put our name on the map a little bit. Like, what do you think? And Davos like, I think it's a folly and yeah. cowardice. Well, he, like, kind of looks at Axel first, right? Like, he's like, man, this guy is threatening my life, but I can't, he can't bend, right? Well, I think what's great about Davos, right? Davos, lowborn as fuck, right? Stannis has chopped off the man's fingers. Axel just, like, promised, like, I'll hook you up. And here, Stannis is asking him, what do you say about Axel's plan? And also, Axel's still in the room, right? That's like, I feel like that's, like, a huge, like, factor of, like, Davos would not maybe speak. A lot of people probably wouldn't speak their mind when Axel, the guy who just threatened you, is still here. Yeah, fuck no, yeah. And Davos thinks to himself, a ship or a shove, what shall it be? But this was Stannis asking. 
your grace, he says slowly, I make it folly, I, and cowardice. And it's like, fuck him. <laughs> it's like, Stannis, I, I tell Stannis the truth no matter what. Like, I got to tell him. It's fucking stupid. And Stannis, like, respects the fuck out of it. Axel doesn't. Axel screams. Well, obviously Stannis him. respects the fuck out of it. That's why he's the hand at the end of this. And I think this is like, Stannis agrees. Stannis agreed beforehand. He was hoping Davos would say this type thing, right? He said it's pretty much, is Davos going to be a yes man at this point? Or can I still trust him for yeah. his his uh, uh his counsel. Yeah. yeah, his counsel, exactly. So Davos' main points of not going is there's no Lannisters there. Like, why... You know, why are you punishing like we've we already mentioned the, the women and children You're fighting your own men at this point? Yeah, this old guy who didn't have a choice. And we, we yeah, we've kind of talked on this. And this is where Davos then flips it back on Stannis about betraying your liege lord. Right. Well, just to spell out what Davos's point really is. Right. He says, first off, Lord Seldegar was one of the few people who did call come to you. There was a lot of lords who fucked off and went to Renly or went to the, the the Lannisters yeah. at, at the beginning. At, at he was first. one of the few who was there at the beginning. And they died for you. They were with you at Storm's End. They died for you at the Blackwater. And now the people that we propose to go kill are the, their wives and children and the widows. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like families. The families that they left behind. Like <laughs> yeah. the people who died for you on the battle, we're, we, we're, that's who we're going to go ransack. Like, yeah, maybe. And then Axel's like, yeah, but some of them bent the knee too. And that's where we get into that, right? So that's how we kind of transition into Davos calling on Stannis. Is Axel's like, yeah, some of them died on the Black Blackwater, but not all of them. Some of them bent the knee with the But Lord. this like kind of goes into like why, like of course people don't like you, Stannis. Like if you're going and killing your own men's fam, like women and children. Well, it's interesting because what Davos calls him on, and we'll, we'll get there in one second, we're kind of like bat, like skirting around it. But he says, Davos knows he kind of doesn't have a leg to stand on here. He's like, it's hard for a man to be, stand, what Stannis says is, it's, the law is that you have to be true to your king, even if the lord you serve isn't true to the true king. Because they're talking about the men who followed Lord Celtigar. Yeah. So that Stannis says that, and Davos is like, oh, so what about you? Like, this happened to you one time, and you followed your brother instead of the instead king of the Ares. Yeah. You traitor. And Axel's like, I'll cut his tongue out, or I'll, I'll kill him. He, like, pulls yeah, a knife. he right? didn't like that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Knife out. Stannis is like, damn. Do you think Dan Stannis ever thought about that before that moment? I think 100%. This seems like it's something that kind of has Well, he did him. say it was a hard choice, but I'm saying, like, throughout the years, do you think he reflected, like... I think so. Yeah. I think it's probably something that, like, he lost some sleep over. It's always been that thing on the front of his mind, like, wow, I... Just knowing Stannis, he's, like, the by-the-law guy. The time he broke yeah. his code. Yeah. yeah. He's the black and white guy. And just, like, the way... I, I don't have the... I don't think I have the exact quote, but the way he, like, says it to... Like, once he kicked Axel out, because then he's like, Axel, get the fuck out. I'm talking to Davos alone now. Yeah. And... He's like, oh, Davos, you don't understand. That was the fucking, that was a choice I had to fucking make that day was my king or my brother. Like, that was tough. And then he, he circles back around to it, I think, a second time. But just like the way he says it that first time is like, oh, you don't understand. That was a tough choice. Makes me, makes me kind of feel like, yeah, he's been yeah. stirring on this one. Yeah. All right, Axel, fuck off. Go grab Melisandre. Uh, we got some talking to do. And Stan's like, yo, I could cut your tongue too. Like that tongue is, <laughs> and Davos is like, yeah, sure, I'm yours. Like, tongue is yours. Do what you want with it. Yeah. I have this next part as a quote. It is. He said, calmer. And I would have it speak the truth. Though the truth is a bitter draft at times. Ares, if you only knew, that was a hard choosing. My blood or my liege, my brother and my king. He grimaced. Have you ever seen the Iron Throne? The barbs along the back, the ribbons of twisted steel, the jagged ends of swords and knives all tangled up and melted. It is not a comfortable seat, sir. 
Ares cut himself so often men took to calling him King Scab, and Magor the Cruel was murdered in that chair, by that chair to hear some tell it. It is not a seat where a man can rest at ease. Oft times, I wonder why my brothers wanted it so desperately. Why would you want it then? Davos asked him. It is not a question of wanting. The throne is mine as Robert's heir. That is law. After me, it must pass to my daughter, unless Selyse would finally give me a son. He ran three fingers lightly down the table, over the layers of smooth, hard varnish, dark with age. I am, king. Once do not enter into it. I have a duty to my daughter, to the realm, even to Robert. He loved me but little, I know, yet he was my brother. The Lannister woman gave him horns and made a motley fool of him. She may have murdered him as well as she murdered John Aaron and Ned Stark. For such crimes there must be justice, starting with Cersei and her abominations. But only starting. I mean to scour that court clean, as Robert should have done after the trident. Sir Barristan once told me that the rot in King Aerys' reign began with Varys. The eunuch should never have been pardoned. No more the Kingslayer. At the least, Robert should have stripped the white cloak from Jaime and sent her to the wall, as Lord Stark urged. He listened to John Aaron instead. I was still at Storm's End, under siege and unconsulted. Yep. So, I, I think, again, we've, I feel like we've hammered this nail home at this point, but just like, the, the way I just like the way Stannis is. Like, he's like a by the book guy. I don't want the seat. Nobody wants the seat. Also, going back on the history thing, a guy was killed in this chair slash by this chair. Like, that's a fucking cursed ass chair. I feel like you we've talked about, about that before, right? I don't know if we've heard too I much about the guy killing, getting killed in the chair. I don't know if we've heard about that before. What we've heard about Magor is he was the guy who like kind of finished the construction of the Red Keep and like had all the secrets like put yeah. in, right? Yeah. That, uh, and uh, then he killed everybody who made the castle, so that nobody would know about the secrets but him. Clearly, some people know about him like nowadays, but <laughs> Arya just stumbled into one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what was Arya's one? I forget. I forget. Well, she just like stumbled into the room with the dragon skulls, which oh, is yeah, like, yeah. In, like a, a an underground room, a yeah, chasing that, a cat. You're right. And then yeah. she saw Varys walking through. Yeah. I thought you meant recently, but I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then he just switches topics to. So why did you try to kill Melisandre? Yeah, that's where Davos realizes. Okay, so he knows that I've been around here for a little bit and in the dungeons. Yeah, and he's like straight up, like she. Come on, my she, son's she burned. She's the fire lady. But again, right? Like so, so Davos or Stannis is like. Yeah, you had to be locked up. You tried to kill Melisandre. So, of course, of course, Davos, you had to be locked up. Like, yeah, like he's a by-the-book guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, but when Stan, when Davos is like, my son's burned, she's the fire lady, Stannis is like, well, don't blame her. Blame the Tyrion. Yeah. Blame the pyromancers. Blame the idiot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was green fire, Stannis. Yeah. Like, come, come on. on. Or Davos, like, yeah. come on. She's the red fire lady. We didn't yeah. know the green fire yeah. lady yet. Uh, and he kind of blames himself for pushing her away when he needed her the most, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that day could have went a little different, right? Like, if they had the fire lady, potentially. And that's what Mel said to Davos in the last Davos chapter, too. Like, if I was there, things would have been it's different. It's interesting yeah. that he says to blame the, the other Florent that led the battle. Like, oh, that yeah. idiot fell into the trap. Like, okay, Stannis, like, where was your war brilliance? Like, you didn't see the trap? Well, he finishes off. Uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, then you're right. But the next line is, "Am I or my stubbornness not to bring her?" I thought he was going to say, "Or just blame me for putting that idiot in charge." Right. I think even in the Davos chapter when they're going in, Davos is like, "Man, we're kind of firing in here a little bit, like, yeah, uh, high just, and mighty. Like, yeah. we should be like sending scouting parties." But he's like, "Emery Florent doesn't want to seem timid when we have well, our navy's ten times bigger than theirs. Like he's trying to be like a show of force. Yeah. But Davos is like, we probably should have played the smarter. He was even thinking that before any of the bad shit went I mean, on. they must not have seen and I think I, I said this during 
the Blackwater chapter. Did they not see 300? Did they not watch 300 <laughs> yeah. before that? Like your numbers count Narrow for nothing. Narrow space. Yeah. But not good. Choke points. Yeah. So Stannis gave her alibi. Exactly. So Davos. For killings. Da- well, Stannis says she's faithful and Davos says Crescent was faithful. So was Courtney Penrose and she killed them and Renly and Davos is like, you wronged her. She was with me when Renly yeah. died. Like, you can ask your son, or my squire, Devin. Like, he can tell you that we were together. Which is annoying, right? Died. Like, of course they yeah, were together. Davos, Davos was there. Yeah, Davos should call BS on that. He's like, I know. Like, I, I don't mean she happened. did it, did it. Yeah. Yeah. I know she wasn't there, there, but something You, was you there. made me row her into the fucking storm's end. And yeah. well, then she says, she was actually the one that wanted me to meet with Renly, give him one last chance to, like, bend the knee. And she was the one that wanted me to call for you. Does that yeah. surprise you? And that's when he's like, uh, yeah. Kind okay, of a little bit. Uh, and then we switched again. The boy is sick. We're just kind of like hopping around. Stannis is all over the place. Topic to topic. Like, does Davos even know what the hell he's talking about? I think Stannis just had a checklist of things to talk to Davos about. And he's like been waiting. He's like, can we get Davos in the dungeon yet? And Mel's like, no. You gotta wait a little bit more. So now he's just like rattling through all the things he's been waiting to talk to Gotta Davos catch you about. back up or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, catch me back up. So yeah, well, the boy is sick. And Davos is like, fuck, my... My son? And he's like, nah, you're nah not a good your boy. son. Your but son's no, we're fine. talking about the other one. You got a good son. He's fine. This guy, who was Robert's son, and he loved Robert for no reason. He, Robert didn't even care for him. Varys sent him all the gifts, and he loved him, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Edric Storm. So the weirdest thing in this chapter, I have no idea what it meant. When he says, we're not talking about Devin, we're talking about Edric Storm. Storm. Davos says, oh, I saw the boy in Aegon's garden. And Stannis says, as she wished, as she saw. What the fuck does that mean? Melisandre wanted that's when she when he says she that's who I'm thinking yeah for sure as she, so she wanted Davos to run into Edric's sword in Aegon's garden before they took her to the dungeons must have been I don't remember the conversation so I yeah I don't either basically he's like oh you're the onion knight and he's like oh you're the boy who Courtney Penrose didn't want to give up and they're like yep see ya and yeah. then he like ran off <laughs> and right. Jingle Bell was there too <laughs> they were like playing tag or something so uh not Jingle Bell patch face patch face yeah <laughs> Uh, I thought you were making a joke. I was going to let you go with oh, Jingle I do, Bell. I do. I f- actually forgot that whole encounter. Uh, uh, he so yeah. He was like, "Oh my god!" Again, he loved Robert. He didn't even know Robert. Robert didn't give a shit about him. Uh, he's also mad that Penrose <laughs> wouldn't just hand him over. Like Penrose was going to fight him, and he's like, "I'm not going to harm the guy. He's my own blood." Like, come on. Yeah, how could he ever think I would hurt the boy? I'm not a bad guy. This is this is where he brings it up again. How could he ever think I would hurt the boy? I chose Robert. Did I not? When that hard day came, I chose blood over honor. So that's like, again, when he's talking about Robert and Ares. Like, mm-hmm. I would never hurt my own blood. I, but he would, I, though, that's right? That's the like, one thing that I betray. Yeah, he just, I mean, like, he's clearly kind of at fault for Redley, right? So well, and he's doing something he here, this, too. Like, weird sense of if my hand didn't, like, hold the dagger, it wasn't me type thing, I'm guessing. Like, or does he actually not think that he's, like, in any way... Well, the kid was fine three weeks ago, so something's up, right? And, like, we know about, a little bit about, like, these... I feel like the deep pools, right? Like we didn't. What do you mean? Didn't Melisandre mean tell us about that or something? What underneath Dragonstone? Yeah. What does that have to do with this? I think I think what we heard last time that there was a a dragon underneath Dragonstone. Well, what I'm saying is like I feel like we know she is trying to 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 conjure this dragon, right? Well, she says that here, so I don't yeah. know if they're quite there because I don't know. If I know, she's but here what yet, I'm but saying yeah. is that I feel like we talked about this before. For some reason, mentally, I have this image of, of okay. these layers underneath Dragonstone. 
Yeah, I mean, from the cells, like the cells were super hot down below, which and I it think got it went further down. It was like, like a volcano, right? Well, even before that, I think when Davos first get picked up and he get he's talking to Salador Sand, right? When they, he's picked up, brought back to Salador Sand, and they're talking, and Davos like, okay, give me the lowdown. What's up with the king post Blackwater? And he's like, oh, Al- Lord Alistair Florent runs everything. Him and the queen, pretty much. The king and the red lady are like down in the depths of the mountain volcano thing. Yeah, that's doing that's what I'm saying. Weird so like, shit. Yeah, so, so I like, think that's what we've heard. Yeah, and this kid that was fine three weeks ago, like, I feel like we know that she's up to something. It seems like this is probably induced by her. And then at the end, like, he even has, like, a leech full of his blood or whatever, right? Like, and they need yeah. king's blood, and, like, there's this whole thing. So, like, it seems like they are sucking this, like, they they obviously took the life force out of Stannis somehow. You're saying that it's not, like, an opportunity. So, like, Davos came in. Davos showed up at Dragonstone, sick. Pylos leached him. Just what you do with sick, sick people this this time. Get the bad blood out. So you're saying, though, like, oh, we need this guy's blood. Somebody sneeze in his coffee so that he gets sick and we have a reason to leech him? I don't think sneeze in his coffee. I think it's <laughs> he's a kid. I think we can just, just like, put hey, leeches you need on to, him. You need yeah. to get, I need... You need to get well, stop, But he says he's sick. So he says because he's Davos sick now asked, because he like know, like Stannis is getting why he's like the boy. Well, Davos asks, "How is he?" And and he's like, "It's fine. It's a, it's just a fever. It'll just pass." Fever. Yeah. Well, okay. but again, like that doesn't mean that's true. But Davos, it like, also doesn't mean that he thinks what they're doing to him is causing said sickness. He's like, "Oh, well, he just," which is kind of weird. Why he why he started the conversation with about Edric as well? He's like. It almost made it seem like, oh, he's really sick. Like, he might not come back from this. And then he's like, oh, it's just fever. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, I got Edric here. Well, it seems like, to Kyle's point, it seems like at the end, like later when they have this conversation, when Mel shows up, Mel wants to do something more drastic. Stannis is against that. It seems like they settled on this, like, yeah. <laughs> leech him. Using yeah. leech thing, right? So, again, like, yes. say they're having this argument. Mel and Stannis are having this argument. And they're like, fine, we'll settle on the leeches. Yeah, like, she wants to kill him and drain his blood. But he's not like he's not sick. So how do we leech him? Like, are you yeah. are you? Is that what you're suggesting? Let's make him sick. No, I'm not saying they had to make. But him then sick. why yeah. even? Oh, oh, you're saying that this whole sickness is just a lie. So no, I'm saying the sickness is after the, being leached so much. His blood oh. and his life force, like Stannis, oh, is getting gotcha, taken gotcha. from him. Right. Oh, gotcha. And it's I, now I it's all, him. I was with Kyle the whole time. Gotcha. They're he, making him sick. Yes, they're like more than just him. like a, it's like the, they put a vacuum up to him, you know, and now he's getting like vacuum sucked out, like his. But more than in just a blood sucking way, and like a, in the, like a magic yes. way. Like same yeah. with Stannis. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. Yeah, yeah it's good. Right. The last thing he said is there's power in a king's blood. Which have we heard that before? I don't know, but it's interesting for sure. Next yeah. time because, you ask, like, we can say yes, we've heard that before. Because I was going to ask this, and I think Kyle just answered it with <laughs> what we were talking about. But like, if it's just power in king's blood, like why not? Leech yourself. Like, a leech is something that, like... he's already pretty fucked up. Exactly. So, like, I think it, what, your point is a good... Would be a good reason why. Like, is if, it, if it's not just blood. If, like, they're, they're using him like, as the backup battery, right? Like, Stannis needs to recharge. <laughs> use exactly. the, this backup battery. I think you're on, on to something there, Kyle. So, he looks over at the table one more time, and he's like, man, this Seven Kingdom bullshit's a lie. Like, this is one realm, and they need one king, and I'm that guy. Yeah. And I need a you're not, hand. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. You are not him. <laughs> you are, you are not, not him. him. <laughs> you are not him. Can you put that video all in the, the Discord again? All the lords in the Westeros to status. You, you are, are not, not him. him. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. The best part about that meme is it's about they're arguing about bowling statistics. 
wasn't it like a huge guy who was just being a dickhead in a store? And it's like a it's little just a lady. guy that showed up to a. It's a guy that showed up to a bowling league, and I guess they have like handicaps in bowling too, similar to golf. Like, and he okay. was like, "Oh, I averaged two eighty. And the girl's like, "You averaged two eighty. You <laughs> yeah. do you know what it takes to <laughs> yeah. average two eighty? You are not him. Yeah, but it's great because he's like a huge guy, and she's like a little lady, it's and she just, just yeah. like talks shit right in his face. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You do no like bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. great. I love that. All right, uh, and he's. He's looking at the table and like one more time is like, I'm going to punish all the traitors in time. Well, so the cool thing about the table, again, you know, the table, no borders. That's what Stannis' point is here. Seven kingdoms, but there's no, you can't see any of that on the, it's just on land. the yeah, map land, table. Borders are all man-made. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Man-appointed. Yeah. Uh, all right, Thomas, kneel in front of me. What? No, I'm an onion knight. Oh, yeah. So Stannis basically says, everyone's going to pay for it. When I do yeah. become king, everyone's going to pay with more than just fingers. And then, yeah, get on your knees. Yeah. Get on your knees, Onion Knight. It's time. It's also it's funny because like again, just like that, like that little bit of Stannis is like he's not doing it for like vengeance. That like, oh, you killed my son. I'm gonna have vengeance for you. He says they made my kingdom bleed, which it, it's not like oh they spurned me. Uh, I'm the king of this kingdom, and because of them being traitors, people are people suffering. are dying. This war has happened because I'm he seems, the king. Seems like a good king. I don't know if that's exactly like how he feels, but that's how like it, it, I read that, right? He doesn't it's not as personal as it is like they're breaking the law and it's my job to enforce the law right now. All right, let me throw the who how many kings are left? 4 right now? Yes. Joffrey, Stannis, Rob or Balon. And maybe Mance if you if you're counting way up there. Fine, we'll count Mance too. Five guys. <laughs> who is the best fit to sit on the throne? Kyle I mean, it seems like it's either Stannis or Rob, right? Like, kind of depends which way you want to look at it. Well, it's interesting because, like, Rob doesn't really – does Rob even want it? Like, Rob wants – doesn't no. think even – But, I mean, like, he that's really kind of what it. would make him a good king, right? I guess, it, yeah. That's – yeah, making him I, – I don't know. He seems like he has Ned's qualities. Ned would have made a decent king. That's kind of where I'm at. Like That's a good point. But I feel like Ned and Stannis would have been very similar – yeah, Ned's obviously. We've had this discussion too. Yeah. Ned's the more likable version of Stannis, essentially. Yeah. So I, that's that's where I'm at. I, I think if if it's one of those Stannis, two. it's not a bad thing either. But except he seems hell bent still on on one realm or one kingdom, which yeah. leads to problems with Rob. So I, yeah, I don't know. which we will get to soon. All right, so he gets named. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna. I raised you tonight. Now I'm gonna raise you to Lord. Lord of Rainwood. Is that a pl- actual house now? Or like a land? A uh, castle? So, yeah, Rainwood is an area of land. Small area of land. Think of like uh, the Wolf's Wood or the King's Wood. Gotcha. Right? Like how they're – it's just kind of like an area forest. It's like a little peninsula. So are they going to – he's going to go build his house then? Or? Like there's maybe like 10 lesser houses okay. in that in that area. Yeah. Cool. So he's Lord of the Rainwood, uh, Admiral of the Narrow Sea, and Hand of the King. Welcome, Sir Davos. Hand yeah. of the king. So I feel like we've maybe even talked about Davos being potentially raised to lord before, or maybe Stannis has even like threatened it to him in the past. Like maybe I'll do this to you one day. Uh, but like, so I just I was wanted to see what Kyle thought. Like when he got named Ham, where you're like, holy shit, I did not see. Was that like I was thinking that this would be like a pretty big like because especially because again he starts in a dungeon at the beginning of this chapter. Like yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean I definitely didn't see him getting this come up. It it. it it still feels so weird, right? Like, and that's kind of, I guess, maybe what tainted my my excitement over this that, that you seem to be having. But like, it was like it felt like 
there's still more moving pieces in the background that I don't know. And I, I, it doesn't feel like this is, I don't want to say honest, but you know, a hundred percent out there. I just, maybe I think it's more interesting because especially maybe I know more about like the actual, like, like all the Targaryen histories, but even I think in the stuff that we've seen so far, it's kind of obvious that like a lot of the time, the real ruler is the hand, not the king. Yeah. Robert didn't give a fuck. It was John Aaron and Ned. Yeah. Joffrey doesn't give a fuck. It's Tywin. I mean, it's, it's, like, the, it's like the mayor of a small town. Like nobody, the mayor doesn't do anything in a small town. Well, and again, it, dep- it depends on the mayor. I think Stannis is a lot more hands-on than Robert or Joffrey are, so I'm not saying it's apples yeah. to apples. There's had to be some kings that actually attended their small council meetings and, and yeah. worked. I mean, it's su- it's a, such an important role, and Davos has some great points of why he's not qualified. I can't read. Yeah. I can't write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I can't even notify people. Well, he, nobody's going to respect me anyway, right? Like, I'm a nobody. Like, just, just think about this, like the next election, say it became democratic. We got Stannis and Davos and we got Joffrey and Tywin. Joffrey and Tywin are winning that nine times out of ten just because of the running mate. Tywin is the fucking champ here. You know what I mean? Davos doesn't stack up the Tywin on paper for like a political position. He's a fucking smuggler. Tywin is, was the hand for Ares yeah, for how with long? No, and, with no money, no money, no land, no allies yeah, or anything. <laughs> the richest man of the kingdoms, like yeah. just on paper. It's not a good, it's a bad appointment. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I love Davos, but yeah, it's one of those things where like I like I like the Brotherhood Without Banners too, but on paper they're just a bunch of outlaws running around knighting anybody who who, yeah. bends, who bends the knee to them. So yeah, but Stannis like, look, I trust nobody else, so I need you next to me next time I do go in a battle. That the other funny thing is that when Davos says I can't write, Alistair or Stannis says my last hand wrote his head off, yeah. <laughs> wrote his head off his shoulder because Alistair <laughs> worry, is getting be killed okay. for sending that letter. Don't yeah. don't fuck me over, and you'll be fine. Yep. Writing's probably a good thing. Don't don't worry about it. I'll write for you. But yeah, I need I need you. I trust you. I need you next to me next time we're in battle. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, there's, we can't fight right now. We're not even close. And in walks the red woman. That's not what battle he's talking about. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, the real battle. Yeah, we saw this shit in the flames. Stannis saw it too. Yes, that's that's what's that that's what's got Davos shaking. You saw it, sire. It's not. It's not like Stannis to lie about this stuff. Like yeah. so, if, if you're saying it, I believe you. Credible source, right? Also, I think it's interesting. Just like the words Melisandre uses here, the one whose name may not be spoken is marshalling his power. Davos with a power fell and evil and strong beyond measure. Soon comes the cold and the night that never ends. She places herself a dish on the painted table. Unless true men find the courage to fight it, men whose hearts are fire. And there's only one chosen one. <laughs> yeah. So then we get, let's, before I say what I was going to say, we get into Stannis's vision. So what did Stannis see in the fire? So read that, Kyle. I mean, he saw the fist of the first men, it sounds like, right? So exactly. That's what I wanted to see if you got from the quote. But yeah, that's, I think that's what this is kind of taken as. And then when you take the quote that I just read from Melisandre, like, they're talking about, like, the same, like, Melisandre's got some knowledge here. Like, unless she was up there hanging out with the Night's Watch, how the fuck does, is she the only person that seems to know anything about this threat? That no one believes in, except for the few people who have seen their friends die by. It, we don't right? know about Thoros, though, right? That's true. We don't know if he's thinking the same thing. Like maybe that's just part of their religion. Yeah, you're he saying seems on a different mission right now. Though. Yeah, that's true. It's so it's like because it, I again I take this as like it's really the only like dualist god religion we have, right? So this is the closest. Again, there's a lot of different parts of these religions taken from different things, but like. This is like the Christianity thing, where you got God and you got the devil. I mean, they also have the three aspects of God Christianity thing. 
uh, in the whole like faith of the seven, where you have seven aspects of one God, you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, that thing. But like for the most, the whole like God devil thing, right? Holy Spirit, but you know, the whole like God devil aspect, like two opposing gods, that's like that, I, that's what I'm kind of getting for this yeah. religion. Okay. So they get into this Relore thing. This is where Stannis is like, I still don't even know why I, I'm the one he chose. Why am I the chosen one? Yep. And Millicent's like, because you're the righteous man. You're the, you're the one. We all come together or we die with you. Yeah, so no, another quote that Mel says is, Westeros must unite beneath her one true king, the prince that was promised Lord of Dragonstone and chosen over lore. So, and again, that's where Sanders is like, how, how do you know this is me? Like, why me? Why not somebody else? Yeah, we're Lord He's got dumb choices. This is what he says. Pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> is, it, is this God sure it's me? I've lost pretty much everything I once had. They mentioned Renly and the Peach again here. Yeah, Stannis dreams of it. My favorite. Yeah, sees the juice running down, blood from his throat. And he dreams of Robert too, right? Robert just... Being Robert, yeah, have, laughing, having fighting. a great time, being yeah. a dude, yeah. And she says, "You though, because you're a righteous man." And Stannis touches the thing that we find out has leeches on it, and he's like, "Righteous with leeches." I'm only a man with leeches. Yeah, what kind of righteous man uses leeches? And she's like, "Well, I did tell you not to use leeches. There was a different thing we should yeah. do." Yeah, we should chop this boy's head off and <laughs> dump it in the fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just drain him of all, like Dexter style, drain him of all his blood. Isn't yeah. there a Dexter guy? Who cut him at, cut him at the wrists and ankles, and hang him over the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So pretty much, she's like, "Yeah, this might it's gonna work, but it fucking is the dumb way to do it. Like, this is gonna take longer, be less effective." Yeah, she says the flames when the, the flames speak more plainly, so will I. Also, I'm pretty sure in the last Davos chapter or two chapters, two Davos chapters ago, I remember to bring something back up that I don't think I did. We were talking about Melisandre seeing stuff in her flames, and she'd never done that before. And I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me. I, I could find it if you guys want, if you're interested enough. But basically, before they left Dragonstone, Melisandre had told da, uh, Stannis something like, "I saw two visions in the flames: one of you getting fucked up at King's Landing uh, against Renly." And the other one of you beating Renly at Storm's End. Mm-hmm. And that's why Stannis goes to Storm's End instead of to King's Landing right away. Well, both of those both, things kind of happen. Yeah. And I think I spoiled – didn't I spoil it? I don't know. But like it's one of those things that unless on a reread you would never notice because they don't bring it up again. But like in that dream – because Stannis gets beat by Tywin but somebody shows up dressed as Renly. Right. And I was like yeah. – and I spoiled who was dressed as Renly. I forget again. Yeah, I still don't think so. we know. I still don't think we've actually learned who that is. So, like, let's not bring it back up. But yeah, Kyle forgot anyway. So it's been like three months since we've read that chapter. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Uh, so, all right. Fine. Uh, interesting point. Why Melisandre kind of like no, we should kill this boy. Is she blames him for Solis not giving him any sons? Yeah, your bed is cursed. He spurned because Robert your bed, and he's like, "No, it was Robert." Yeah, that, exactly. That's yeah. what Stannis says. It wasn't the boy. The boy yeah, didn't do not anything. His fault. It was Robert. Yeah, he's yeah. just the product of it. Yeah, that is interesting. That she's she's a contributing the no yeah. male heirs to the yeah to this to this bastard right of Robert's. Like well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, really. it's because the bastard was what she's alluding to is the bastard was conceived in Stannis's marriage bed. Oh, that's the one that came out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And she was like, "His blood will wake the stone dragon." Yes, that's what we were talking about earlier, right? The stone, yeah. stone dragon is their dragon. Under, is that what they're doing underneath Dragonstone? Exactly. Yeah. 
And nope, not this, this is definitely something that Jeff and I know probably a little bit more of just from like reading the books further or things in the past. But like <laughs> Stannis is like, no, we're not playing that game. Targaryens have played that yeah. try and bring dragons back game. And that is no good. <laughs> like bad things happen there. Uh, the one thing that I think you have heard is is the one Arian Brightflame who drank wildfire yeah. thinking that he would turn into a dragon. So just like <laughs> there's been several other attempts to bring back dragons. They never end well. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. all right, fine. Give me your three leeches. And they stand around the brazen, brazen, brazier, brazier, brazier. brazier. And they stand yep. around the brazier, and pop, Joffrey, pop, Balon, pop, Rob, Rob Stark. Yeah. So this is when we find out that Stannis still hates Rob, right? That's yeah. kind of the whole reveal. There is like we kind yeah. of were like, well. Rob might not be in such a bad place with Stannis. Like, there's really no reason to hate each other. Yeah, I forget the quote, too, because it, this is something that Kat has thought about. There was, like, something that Stannis said to Kat, like, when they had that meeting with her, Renly, oh, yeah. where he's like, I haven't forgotten about the other parts of, like, something like that, yeah. Yeah. where he's, like, alluded to, oh, I know what your son is. I know what your son is. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, they're calling him I didn't up there. about him. Yeah. 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 All and right. then after what happened to Renly, she's like, oh, fuck. Like, Kat was kind of taking that a little more seriously. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens here. It's it's really strange, right? Like, there's, I, I feel like this is the one that's like, nothing here is grounded in reality. And I could probably make any <laughs> guess I wanted to and, and like, not be completely stupid about it, right? Well, yeah, so one I, question I wanted to ask was I feel like, especially at the beginning of the chapter, they're supposed to, you're supposed to be thinking Davos might be dying yeah I feel like yeah, pretty quickly sure. that goes away but like was that something that you were thinking were you thinking it was a possibility that davos gonzo here or were you kind of like not i didn't think it? he was gone no because like i i thought he was going to go back to jail like like i thought okay. he was owed essentially a uh a, a council with the king or it, him and stannis go back way back well that's kind of because i at first, he's like, am I getting taken to Burned or am I being taken to the king? He's like, well, you're being, t- being yeah. taken to the king. But even the beginning part of that conversation, right, when he's like, what's the penalty for treason? It's kind of, I feel like, trying to make you feel like Davos is, like we said earlier, answering for his own fate, right? I got to say death. Well, he even says be, that, I yeah. might be condemning myself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I just wondering if you were like kind of buying into that. Yeah. Or like, yeah, this is bullshit. He's safe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it still seemed weird, I guess, for him to be dead. Is yeah, the, okay. kind of where I was at. Gotcha. So I, don't, I don't know. Any other predictions for what go, what goes on in the future? I was just, I was, that's just something I was wondering. It's, I, was I mean, it's sure. pretty open ended. There's a lot, a big, pretty big, like three name drop bomb with Red Woman magic. I don't. Exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what what comes of that. Like, do they do they see the positions? Do they see the future of them? Like, what what does that mean? Is that are they cursing the three of them? Like, I I don't know. So gut feeling. Gut feeling. I think they're trying to like uh, put like bad bad juju on them. Essentially, it's like what I curse of some sort. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems really messed up with what this lady will do to to what extent she's willing to go. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, like her her motives seem kind of true and good, right? Like we 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 know she believes in him. Well, and it's like, well, not even that. Like, we know, we know what's happening up north. Uh, like, we know a lot more, and like, that is seems to be her main motive. Is like, the shit's coming. We back. gotta win that one. We need yeah. to win this. Yeah, 
which well, is really seemingly strange. on the same side as the Night's Watch. She's the only one on that beat, and too, we like the Night's Watch. Other yeah. than the Night's yeah. Watch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, it's really weird, I guess, right? Like, because she's not completely likable in general, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially because she's a completely different uh, religion than everybody else. So I, that's that's like the weird part of it. Right? Like, it's she's <laughs> yeah. Kind that's of what the... makes people unlikable is when they don't have your you share your religion, not the sh- giving birth to shadow. Or just yeah, you know, belief, whatever. Same. <laughs> yeah, not not that you murder people with. <laughs> yeah. Same difference. All right, but let's yeah. uh, let's get going. Yeah, we'll let Kyle go. We'll see Kyle in the next one for Jamie. Jamie five. And we'll see the rest of you guys in the spoiler section. Bye, Kyle. Bye. Later, nerds. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Bye, Kyle. See you on the next one. Now, on to the spoiler section for Davos 4. Jeff, what we got? Got a couple hot takes for you. First one being... John Aaron ruined this all. It's the biggest one. John Aaron ruined this all by not killing Varys. Is that what we're referencing? Yeah, uh, I mean that's the only point he was mentioned. Right. Cersei killed him. They should have killed. They should have killed them all. Varys, Jamie. What Ned said, oh. send Jamie to the wall. Ned said, get Jamie out of here. That would have done. A, I'm sure a little bit. A little bit. Uh, he wouldn't have been around to fight Ned in the streets later. Send Varys back to Essos. <laughs> And then him. figure out something to do with Littlefinger. And what's funny about Varys is I, I didn't realize this, but after this book, he's gone until the very last chapter. He just disappears in all of Feast and all of Dance until he shows up the very last epilogue of Dance to kill Kevin. Like he's just, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Like what's, what's he doing? But Varys kills Kevin. Yeah, the very last chapter of Dance of Dragons. It's a Kevin Lannister point of view chapter. Basically, he's finally getting everything in Dance and King's Landing under wraps from crazy nonsense. And Varys is like, yeah, I'm trying to have Aegon the Six come over here and and take over, and you're having things way too clean and neat and nice and tidy. So I don't you got to go. That. So Cersei's back in charge. So there's more not chaos, and it's easier for him to take the over. Chaos is a ladder. That's my second kind of hot take, and it's not really a hot take. But you asked Kyle, did you fear Davos was going to die in this chapter? Yeah, and I think it's weird. I don't I don't feel the threat when it's their chapter that they're going to die. Right? That's interesting because even like Ned, it was an Arya chapter. Right. Like I, so right. I was gonna ask you, is there a chapter that it's their POV and they die? Is John There's a lot like of John, fake outs. John is dying. John. John. Is does he die or is he dying? Cat, Cat at the red Cat line. at the red I was that's what I was wondering. Is Cat knife's or throat slit and it's her POV. Yeah. And it's just the end. She feels the cold steel. Is that what the... It's probably something like that, yeah. And then the trickle of blood or something, maybe something like that. It's, it's how I guess. There's a yeah. bunch of fake outs, though. To your point, there's a lot of fake out deaths from yeah. POVs. Like Jamie... One already we've seen. Well, well Jamie, the, the guy swung the Iraq. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of one. Theon, like that ended with like a battle and he's yeah. like, get me the phrase. And he like kicks Theon in the head. And now we just haven't seen Theon in half a book. We won't see him for a whole nother book. He's yeah. to dance. Like, so I was like, just, I'm excited to see what, ha- like, I want to, do you think Kyle will ever chalk Theon up as dead? We don't see him till dance. I don't know. I feel like we're just like, the only way he's going to remember like we won't him be halfway we, through feast. We're going to be the ones like mentioning him. Like, no, oh, no, no. don't forget about Theon. That's not true. 
like in the feast, we have Asha chapters, and we have we have we have literally have like four Greyjoy POVs. Asha, Victarion. They're gonna mention him all the. They have the King's Moot in, in feast. I guess they like if they still be mention like, the Greyjoys. <laughs> Kyle will have to be just think he's dead at that point. Like they're literally having King's yeah. Moot. Who's gonna be in charge of the Iron Island? Theon's not there. Yeah. No one. None of his family members are. They're all. They're all. I, I thought it would dead. be more likely that he would just forget that Theon was a person. I wish I remember. I mean, we both saw the show first, though, right? So we knew. Because they don't, they don't take Theon out of like a whole season. He's out of maybe no, two episodes. He's, he's out like an episode, and he's being yeah, he's being flayed and like. Then the Ramsey like fake escapes with him, and the guys are gonna try and rape him. Then he kills his own men and brings him back. Like when you rewatch that, it's like, what is Ramsey doing here? Yeah, <laughs> like, the first time sense. I saw the episode where he like dresses him back up and he goes to Deepwood Mod or whatever, I was so confused in the show because I hadn't read yet or like probably not talk to him. I was like what yeah. the fuck are they doing right now yeah but then it makes all it makes sense it doesn't make sense he's trying to get those other gray joys on their side right or i know i oh, that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking like when he's first captured no, we're, talking the, we're, we're talking oh, about completely off then. track track but the on there's first capture he's on the x and ramsey's like sweeping the floor and there's another guy torturing him oh yeah yeah, yeah. and ramsey like rescues him they escape well, yeah, he's just fucking he's just fucking around with them <laughs> yeah but Ramsey kills like four of his own men there, like as part of that. Yeah, like, fuck it. They I mean, were I probably could see Ramsey too. doing it, but yeah, it was like, like, hey, you're gonna play this role, and we're gonna have some fun. It was all for the you. show. Like in hindsight, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Ramsey would never it did, do that. It doesn't make any sense for him to kill his own people. The only thing that kind of makes sense is they Theon does have a little heart to heart with him and confess about Bran and Rickon. But the thing is, Ramsey's a torturer. You're gonna torture that out of him anyway. Yeah. Like you don't need to have. A, you don't need to like get him on your side to have this heart to heart. Just cut his finger off, like you're gonna do anyway. So. <laughs> But yeah, back on this chapter. My last one while I'm just rolling is uh, just Lightbringer again. No no heat. Davos felt it on his shoulder. Yeah, I have that one too. This is something similar to what Maester Eamon tells Sam later or talks to Sam about later. But yeah, the quote that you're talking about is, The steel had a glow to it, now orange, now yellow, now red. The air shimmered around it, and no jewel had ever sparkled so brightly. But when Stannis touched it to Davos' shoulder, it felt no different than any other longsword. So, and the whole point of, like, what's the point of having a fiery, flaming sword if it doesn't burn anything? <laughs> like, yeah, it's really it's not, not, just for no reason, then. It's just a pay, it's just appeal. It's like, <laughs> yeah. why are you, why are you changing that, that, whatever? It just, it's just bullshit. Yeah. So, and then later, what Mace Raymond says Some to gazing. Sam is he pulls it out and, and he's like, Mace Raymond's like, Sam, did you see the sword? And he's like, yeah, it was crazy. It was, trust me, Eamon. I know you can't see, but it was fucking nutty Sam saying and he's like yeah but and Eamon's like yeah but there's no heat like light without heat is it's fake it's that's bullshit I don't buy it so Eamon, Eamon was wise he should, been, he should have been the king he's yeah I mean he said no to it that's how wise he was that's all I had so a couple things first thing small thing how Seltzer are when they run through all that crazy shit he's got first off Valyrian still acts yeah. wonder if that'll be important that's pretty I hope dope. so it is I did I dope. did remember I was like that's pretty cool the other thing, there's some Valerian horn. steel stuff that we don't even know about. Oh yeah, and the horn, the, the horn that wakes stuff from people. The deep. Is that the, well, the real horn that horn. summons stuff That's from the, the deep? That's the horn of winter. That's not what I was thinking. I'm thinking later. Remember, Euron shows up with this big ass horn that the dude blows, and his lungs get burnt. And the claim is that this, if you blow it, can control a dragon. And that's why Victarion is going over to see Danny at the end of Dance is to try and blow this huge horn to like steal one of her dragons, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Again, we we've seen this horn work, and it's clearly magicy because that dude, like Lily, had his lips, like he has this massive dude blow it, and it blows it, and while he blows it, all the runes that are carved carved into it light up, 
Like it's not like I, I think there's something some weird thing, and it's massive. It's in Celtigar. They're at this no, no, no. Place, this is something or... that Euron brings to the King's Moot. Oh. How he convinces everyone to vote for him, and then he gives it to Victarion and tells Victarion, "Go take this to Daenerys, capture one yeah, of her dragons, or bring her back remember. to marry me." Uh, but the fact that there's huge horns that are said to be able to like control dragons, this guy's got yeah. a huge horn that can control krakens, and we've heard something. about krakens being yeah, like yeah. drawn from a lot of blood in the ocean. And a lot of people think we're going to see a Kraken and wins with Euron. So I I'm, think it'd be cool if, if somehow the Celtigar got involved with his Valyrian still axe and a or somebody yeah. just took over. Fuck it, I don't care about Celtigar. Just somebody have somebody just take over, over his shit and yeah, take it. Have Euron take it. Yeah. Too much stuff. Um, going on. We're never going to finish this book. So next thing, one thing that I was reading that I, one of the quotes that I read the non spoiler because I just wanted to bring attention to it. I didn't think Kyle would notice, but we've heard the words "prince" that was promised a few times. Mm-hmm. But never on this side of the narrow sea. Danny's chapters are the only chapters we've ever heard Prince that was promised him before. And in her crazy shadow thing, House of the Undying, she sees Ren, uh, Rhaegar with a woman talking about. He's got the baby. And she's like, "Will you make a song for him?" And he says, "He has a song already written. His is a song of ice and fire, and he is the prince who was promised." And yeah. then Danny thinks about this several times because again, if you go to a search of ice and fire, the website where you can like look up a phrase and you put in a prince that was promised, it's all Danny chapters. And she she thinks of that actual phrase like two or three times since then. And there's only been a handful of Danny chapters since then. Like that's Danny for yeah. Clash of Kings. There's been like three chapters Danny chapters since, then. and she thinks of it several times. Uh, so next thing, King, you brought this one up actually. King's blood only a king's blood can wake a stone dragon. I mean, Kyle's all over a volcano. I, I agree with him, right? Well, we've seen some dragons wake from stone eggs yeah. using Khal Drogo's blood, who's, they're, who's they're, basically a king. So the, Danny's already used king's blood to wake dragons from stone. I don't know. I don't know if he's a king. You don't, see, you don't buy that? You don't buy that Drogo counts as a king in some way? Mm, I guess. I mean... You don't think Danny really, could have already fulfilled his like prophecy? I feel like kings have... Like land, like he just kind of he was more of a warlord than anything. I don't know. You don't think Danny could have fulfilled this prop that this could count for what Danny did? Only a king's blood can wake sure. the stone uh, dragon. I mean, prophecies are up for you know. I think that what's what's uh what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I think the way George puts it is a, is a prophecy is like a whore that'll bite your cock off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or a sword of no help. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna put it that I way. I think that's uh, interpretation. Interpretation. Up to was interpretation. What I there you go. But sure, like yeah, I guess he's kind of the, he's he's a ruler. He's a king. I guess so. What the, what the hell? Is Cal the is the word for king, king and I, I I bet you somewhere in Game of Thrones they say, oh, what does Cal mean? And Danny and Jorah's like, oh, it means king in Dothraki. I Interesting. Bet. I bet you you're wrong. Last thing I have, wrong. and I bet you I'm probably stretching on this one. Um, you're always stretching. Just because I took notes on this like I normally do, but then I reread the chapter just because I took notes like a week ago. So I reread the chapter right before we podcasted. One thing stuck out to me as reminding me of something from Dunkin' Egg. Okay. But I was like, ah, it's not worth writing down. There's not enough. But then there was a second line that also reminded me of Dunkin' Egg. And I'm like, fine, I got to write them both down. So the first one was when uh, Davos is on the bridge. Yep. He steps out out of the cell onto the bridge the first time. He smells the salt air. And he says, wind and water give me strength. And this just for some reason reminded me of Oak and Iron Guard Me Well, which is the thing that Dunk always says about okay. his shield. Um, and then at the very end of the Hedge Knight, Magar basically says, okay, fine. Egg wants to be a squire, but he says he'll only be a squire for you, so you can come back to Summerhall with me. Let's go. 
And Dunk's sitting there and he's looking at this dragonfly that he saw earlier in the book fly out on top of this little pond that he's sitting by. And he thinks to himself, uh, what shall it be, Dunk? He asked himself, dragonflies or dragons? And then here, when Stannis asks um, Davos, he's like, what do you think of Axel's plan? He says, a shipper, Davos thinks to himself, a shipper shove, what, sh- what shall it be? So again, I don't think there's, I don't think, like, I don't know what parallels to draw there, but both those lines did remind me of Duncan Egg. And the only, the only parallel I can think is Duncan Davos are like really the only two lowborn POVs we get. You have too much time on your hands. I don't have anything else to draw from that, but those, those two lines seem kind of like echoey, but yeah, that's it. I got nothing to say I about think, it. I think the big thing is that it's the same author. So he just has a style. Same type of style. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm going to. A great poetic that. style. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I got. We'll see you guys in the next one for Jamie 4, which is a good one. Jamie in the bath at Harrenhal. Ooh, that is a good one. See you in that one. Bye-bye. Bye.